and welcome to another devotion on no other name, the name of Jesus. Today, I wanted to talk to you about and encourage you with the statement in the Bible that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah and Jesus is the lamb of God. As we sing in many songs, he is the lion and the lamb. Well, we're going to read from Revelation 5. We'll tell the story from Revelation 5, John's vision that he sees about who is worthy to open the scroll. You see, what happens is there is this something that needs to happen. Somebody has to be worthy enough to open the scroll. And John is on this roller coaster ride with this very big excitement of a moment in the heavenlies and then big despair from John all of a sudden almost weeping because nobody is found to be worthy. And all of a sudden, an, elder, an elder who is in this vision, in this heavenly place around the throne of God, whispers to him and says to him, Do not weep. This is Revelation 5. For behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. So talk about this roller coaster of emotions, his joy and anticipation, and then this plunging into the depths of despair um, when nobody's found worthy. And now this elder whispers in his ear, don't cry, don't despair, John. The one who is worthy, who behold the lion has prevailed, the one who has come from the root of Jesse. Now, if you don't know the Old Testament too well, this might be slightly meaningless to you. But John himself really knew the Old Testament quite well. He knew that this image of the lion of Judah referred to um, goes all the way back to the book of Genesis, actually, to the patriarchal blessing that Jacob gave to his own sons. The promise of the kingdom went to the tribe of Judah. And Judah, one of the sons of Jacob, was known as the lion's whelp. And so he would be considered to be the king or the lineage of kings would come from him. But the king that is referred to here or there is um, one who here in this book of Revelation is one who is the descendant of David out of the seed of Jesse. And David was also known as the Lion of Judah. And obviously what is being referred to here is David's greater and greatest son to Jesus, our Lord, the Lion of Judah. So John probably said, all right, okay, now uh, let's see, let's see, where is this lion who has prevailed in his vision? You can always imagine his anticipation now after the elder told him this. Now he's waiting for this Aslan-like character to come and pounce onto the stage, onto center stage in heaven, and with his massive paws and legs, sort of and limbs jump powerfully with his claws and just rip that seal open that contains all of the secrets of God. But then this is what Revelation 5 says. It says, but, and I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain. So if we stop right there, he's waiting for this magnificent muscular beast, this lion in the fullness of its strength and power to come and open the scroll. But when he turns to see a lion, he doesn't see it. He just sees a lamb. 
He sees a lamb that it looks like it had been slain. He sees a lamb that had been slaughtered. He doesn't see a figure of power. He doesn't see a symbol of strength. He sees the suffering servant of God in all of his humility, even humiliation, and in his passion and love, meekness and sacrifice for the people of God. In the midst of the elders stood a lamb and I, that, I, that, I, that as though it had been slain, it said, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out to all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and 24 elders fell down before this lamb, each having a harp, like this maybe, and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. If you know the Old Testament as well, uh, you can... You can look through it. You can go find the songs of Moses or the song of Deborah. The Old Testament was, has songs in it to celebrate a new or current victory that God had performed for his people. So these are the songs that were composed after a massive victory, after God had come through for his people. And now we have this new song that is composed by saints in heaven. As they come with the bowls of the prayers of the people of God. Those who had been crying from behind the altar, waiting for their redemption. Now they begin to sing a new song to the Lamb. And God, who is seated on the throne, hands the scroll to this Lamb who had been slain. Because the Lamb, this Lamb, met the test. Remember the first question that John asked, or that made John excited, and then made him weep again, which was, who is worthy? And that is the gist of this new song. Worthy is the Lamb to receive honor and glory, dominion and power and majesty, so that now the whole host of heaven is in glorious song, singing the praises of the Lamb, as the Lamb now appears in heaven to receive His due and just reward, to receive His throne because He has fulfilled His mission as the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God did what He was sent to do. He accomplished His vocation. And that is the following. It's what John said in John 1. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Would you powerfully consider with me today what the Lamb of God has accomplished to justify sinners? You see, Romans 4 talks about who God justifies. It says, God who justifies the ungodly. That's you and me. To justify sinners and to be the righteousness of God. Not only has the Lamb accomplished our innocence, but by being innocent and the blameless Lamb of God, He has also bought our righteousness. It would be very different if Jesus had only sort of appeared on earth on Good Friday, died for our sins, and then went to heaven. I think that would leave us innocent only. But Jesus lived a righteous life, having done everything right 
and all things that is right, giving all right things its due praise and all evil things its due judgment. Jesus was righteous and lived a righteous life for you and me. And therefore, not only by his blood, by being the lamb, gave us innocence, but imputed his righteousness to us. Let's sing a song together in thanksgiving for that this weekend. comes in power, yet was slain. Teach us to trust in the finished work of the Lamb of God. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would lean completely on the finished work of Jesus Christ, to depend on Him and on Him alone. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood you shed. In your mighty name we pray. Amen.